on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk. Lots of uh, GA photographs on the front pages today, including on the front of the Irish Independent, Lee Chin autographing Hurleys for fans after leading the Model County to victory in the uh, Cup final against Galway in Carlow yesterday. Wexford running out winners on a scoreline of 121 to 16 points. The main story on the front of the Irish Independent is about our good friend, the TV licence. 60 people are facing prosecution every single day now over not paying the TV licence. Uh, and that rate of summonses is soaring since the RT payments fiasco erupted. Figures obtained by the Irish Independent reveal that more than 13,000 householders were summoned to appear before the courts last year for not paying the €160 fee for RTE and the numbers facing prosecution since the controversy broke last month, or sorry, last June, increased by 33% a month. Obviously, difficult to sell the benefits of a TV licence given the RTE payments controversy, but they are still pursuing people and people are ending up in the courts over it. The Irish Daily Mail truckers offered 25k to smuggle in illegal migrants. Irish hauliers are being offered payments of 25,000 euro uh, to smuggle migrants and illicit items into the country. The Irish Daily Mail has learned amid calls for the government to conduct greater checks of how people are arriving into Ireland. Uh, the Irish Road Haulage Association said Irish drivers are being targeted all day, every day, according to Eugene Drennan, by traffickers and potential stowaways who are obviously coming up to them and saying, if you take in these people in the back of the truck, we'll give you up to 25 grand. Uh, Eugene Drennan says it's all over Europe. Someone would stop you and say, would you take a box, a package, a message? And uh, it's between five and 25,000 euro being offered, particularly, obviously, if you are smuggling people into Ireland. The Irish Examiner, um, concerning news, obviously, can be a tricky job being a politician, especially a female politician, and the news on the front of the examiner is that the leader of the Social Democrats, Holly Kearns, has been forced to close her constituency office permanently due to security concerns. Holly Kearns, who, if you may remember previously, had an online stalker turn up at her home, she said the decision was taken following both a security review and chatting to her team. Uh, The office is the Bandon constituency office and uh, there are concerns about safety so she's had to close it, uh, which is exactly what we don't want in Ireland because I think in Ireland we enjoy the fact that our politicians are acceptable. It's not like America or the US where it can be difficult to, or the UK where it can be difficult to meet your public representatives here. It's very accessible and I think we like that but obviously uh, she's had to close the office. All the signage was removed from the office um, and it was located just off Weir Street in Bandon there. The Irish Times, immigration is now the main issue for voters. I suppose not surprising because there's so much talk about it and concern locally about it. Uh, immigration now the main issue. It tops the list uh, of issues getting the attention of voters in the past month. Uh, and this is according to a new public sentiment survey by the Irish Times and Ipsos B&A. Almost a quarter of respondents to the survey cited immigration issues when asked what they had noticed about what the government had done recently. Next on the list was housing with taxes and social policies each 
at 4%. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, there's a new way, it's a new measure of public sentiment in this survey. So if you're interested in polling, have a read in the Irish Times about how that works. Difficult to explain at this hour of the morning, but have a read if you're interested in this new measure. Now, elsewhere on the front of the Irish Daily Mirror and the, on the front of the Star, there's more about Ian Bailey. Apparently, uh, they have diaries from Ian Bailey uh, and these diaries contain details of his sexual conte- conquests and drug taking. These are journals taken from the home of Ian Bailey in recent days. We have already heard previous diaries from Ian Bailey, so some of the same details really there uh, as we had seen before. The front of the Irish Sun, Kyle Walker. Um, I know he's a good soccer player, maybe not the best man in the world though, but anyway, he's done an interview with the Sun and he's breaking his silence to apologise over his secret child scandal. Now, I don't know if he's apologising because he feels sorry or because he got caught out, but he says, I've caused a lot of pain to a lot of people. Apparently, he was emotional during the interview. He speaks searingly about the damage. Amazing when you agree to do an interview with a newspaper, the way they change their language about you. So now he's very emotional and he speaks searingly, honestly, about the damage he's caused to his pregnant wife, Annie, and his deep regret at breaking her heart. Uh, and you can read more about that. It's a full page on the front of the Irish Sun, and there's about six or seven pages inside the papers about the Man City defender. Uh, he accepts his marriage is now over, and he says he lived a lie for 14 months after fathering a second child, if you don't mind, with the reality star Lauren Goodman. Inside the papers, then, we have uh, where we're going on our holidays this year in Ireland. More than a third of Irish people plan to take their holidays in Kerry this year. Kerry, still king, with staycationers in the mail, we're told 38% of Irish holidaymakers will head to the kingdom this year, closely followed by Galway and Cork. A lot of people planning on staycationing, even to do with the hassle of going abroad. People like doing uh, the holidays in Ireland. 62% though of people are still choosing to go to Europe on their holidays. The UK and the US uh, also on the list there. Uh, it's the People's Poll by the Irish Daily Mail if you want to know where people are heading off on their holidays. Uh, if you are going abroad, you'll be interested in this one in Venice, beautiful city. And of course, in Venice, uh, unless you've ever been there, it's tricky to understand how Venice works. But essentially, Venice's roads are the canals. I know it's hard to picture if you haven't been there, but the roads are the canals. Gorgeous city, by the way. But anyway, some of the uh, boat owners apparently are booting it on the canals of Venice. So now they're putting in speed cameras to try and uh, get the boat owners to slow down. The speed cameras are going to be installed along the length of the city's waterways. They'll hand out fines to the boats that break the rules after local politicians backed a move uh, to apply the same laws that govern the region's roads. So the road laws around the area are now going to be applied on the canals instead. Uh, Read more about that in the Irish Independent. As I say, amazing city, so unique. Uh, And I remember I was staying in Venice looking out at the canal and to see the bin men uh, on the back of the boat with all the uh, bins, all the rubbish, because that's how you transport your rubbish around because you don't have the option of a road. Uh, Also, if you're planning on going to Paris, uh, you'll be interested in this. A lot of people go to the Mona Lisa, but the Telegraph tells us uh, Mona Lisa already endured a theft, an acid attack, and a run-in with a custard pie. Now the painting has survived its latest assault when an activist threw soup on the Mona Lisa. Uh, there's video footage online showing two women 
flinging soup at the masterpiece, calling for the right to healthy and sustainable food. They're giving out about farming in France, I think, there. Uh, so the Mona Lisa uh, soup thrown all over it there. Uh, there is obviously protective covering on the Mona Lisa, but do- she doesn't look her best this morning in the Telegraph. Final story comes from the Mirror. As you know, the papers love Holly Willoughby and uh, she's back presenting Dancing on Ice. And apparently fans last night are convinced that she swore on live TV. I don't know how we'll get over this. It's so upsetting. But she's denying that she swore. So apparently there was some prank between herself and Stephen Mulhern. And uh, it sounds like she said F off. And then an hour later or something, she had to address her alleged swearing, saying, now, a little bit earlier on, Stephen may have made me jump and I think it might have sounded like a naughty word slipped out. I don't think I did, but I'm sorry if that's what you thought you might have heard. Now, already we had her asking, were we all OK with the Philip Schofield thing? Now we're being patronised about whether we're upset by a swear word or not. That's Dancing on Ice. More about that in the mirror. Those are the stories making the papers. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.